place could you be, man, than the Lounge 127 podcast to talk sports, man. So come on inside, man. We're going to talk some sports. Let's go. Welcome to the Lounge 167 podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And with me, I got my two favorite co-hosts, Johnny and Mike, man. And we here to talk sports, baby. You know what I'm saying? Got It's been a lot going on. So, you know, we're here to let y'all know what's going on in the world of sports. How y'all fellas feeling? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Glad to be here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's, it's been, Glad to be here. It's been a long week, fellas. It's been a long week. But let's, <laughs> <Your ass. laughs> but let's get on into it, man. Let's talk about these uh, star players facing racism at their school, man. We got uh, Evan Pryor, top running back in the state of North Carolina. Uh, who, what do you attend? Huff High School, Mike? Yeah, he attend Huff High School. Yeah. In, Cornelius, uh, North Carolina. Yeah, he committed to Ohio State, right? Yeah, Ohio State. Yeah, so he so he threatens to sit out if uh, racism doesn't stop at the school. How you guys feel about that? Um, I I personally feel like um he's taking a great stand. Um, not only just for himself, but for um some of the players that that is under him, juniors and sophomores and freshmen. Um, I think he's creating a uh, an outlet for the other players to stand up for what's right. You know, this is his last season and. Once he's gone, you know, they need to carry the torch in, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, stepping up and saying and, and doing what's right, not just for them, but for their community. So uh, kudos to this young man. And um, I hope to see nothing but positivity come out of all this. What about you? Yeah, Mike? like Johnny was saying, um, I think it's real big, you know, just setting a standard for, you know, what we're going to tolerate as a culture and, um, you know, it's, it's come to a point where it hasn't stopped. Uh, he he doesn't have anything to prove. He's already committed to Ohio State. So, um, you know, other than fighting for his brothers, just on the team, you know, he will, uh, you know, I commend him for you know standing up for what he believes in. Yeah, me too. I just feel I just think it's crazy that uh, this kid is having to go through this at, at school. You know, he, these are kids. You know, and racism is something that's taught. That I, I believe is talk. So I think yeah, definitely. I think it's crazy it's going th- going through that because it's like you hate me because of the color of my skin, but you're cheering for me on Friday because I'm getting you a win, you know? So right. It, right. It's crazy. So um And I think that's the I think that's a standpoint, you know, that's his point of view he coming from as well. He's you know, putting his body on the line, but you know, at the same time and plus he's you know, that's revenue for the school. Right. Right. They're basically making money off his back and his name right now. He's so why right. should he be treated like this and you know still play for the team? Exactly. Right. And 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 to piggyback off all that, guys, you know, if you look at some uh, the majority of football teams in high school, um, you know, you look at them and what maybe eighty percent of the team is black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or or, per, or or persons of color. You know, eighty percent. So, um, you know, that's it's really important that. Um, that you know, they get this message across to the people that needs to hear it, and um, something uh, needs to be done. So, yes, once again, you know, I, I think this is a good stand he's taken, and you'll be surprised how many other high schools are going to come out the woodwork, um, forcing these same issues. You know, so the North Carolina sees well, the North Carolina has canceled the fall, well, postponed fall sports till September first. Do you think these kids should be allowed to play? Uh, I'll say, yeah. I mean, no. I, I'm 50-50. Um, I think they at least should be allowed to, um, you know, practice and uh, just give them something to look forward to. But, uh, you know, COVID-19 is very serious, and um, it's it's up in the air. But they should at least be allowed to practice in uh, Mecklenburg County 
and some other counties are not doing that at all. So it's tough right now to be a teenager, you know. Yeah, yeah uh, I'll say that, you know, um, we need to do whatever is safe, safe for the kids, you know. Um, if they're not going to allow them to play, you know, at least find them something to do while they, you know, wait for this thing to die down. But um, I'm all about the safety of the kids, you know. If this is – if it's all about safety, then let's do that. But, if you know, if it's not, then let them play in practice, you know. Let them play in practice. Right, right. So, uh, I think North Carolina is still in, what, phase one, Mike? As far as uh, yeah, phase regulations one. of being able to practice stuff, can you elaborate on that? Yeah, um, the North Carolina High School Association basically – Broke it up into three phases. Um, phase one right now is um, limited players in practice, so about 25 um, players per session. Um, they're not supposed to be sharing a football. So, for example, basketball player, if they're in the gym, they cannot have a rebounder. It's only one ball per person. And uh, it's only supposed to be conditioning, um, maybe some weightlifting, but uh, and six feet apart, of course. So that's where they at right now. Well, I, I, I want to get my little input on that. Now, y'all know this as well as I do. You know, <laughs> back where we come from, you know damn well there's, there's people out there practicing in For different sure. ways. For sure. Uh, so, you know, um, to a certain extent, these policies don't, they, you know, to some coaches and players, it don't, it don't uh, apply to them uh, in some counties. And, uh, you know, people are going to do what they want to do. They, you know, uh, they've been breaking rules since, since day one. So, um, I just hope that they're, you know, they're taking their workouts, um, you know, with precaution and, uh, you know, doing it the right way. Because it's hard not to tell a kid no. You know, it's hard to tell a kid you can't work on your craft. Um, it's hard to tell a kid you can't throw a ball. Right. Or dribble a ball for that matter. You know what I'm saying? So I know for a fact, you know, that there's, you know, um, you know, there's some players and coaches that are going against the policy. I just hope they're, you know, being safe with it. So, um, what are you gonna say, Chris? Go ahead, go ahead. You got it. Oh, I was just gonna ask, um, if you guys' son was um in high school right now, or you know, or you letting him play, or you telling him, you know, hey, you know, you are gonna sit this one out this season? I'm letting him play if he's a senior. So I'm, I'm letting. Him play. I agree. I agree. Um, junior, sophomore. Uh, we'll see. You, we'll see you next year. Yeah. In the words of Storm and Norman, <laughs> we'll see you next year. <laughs> right. So, uh, how you guys feel about the um, the seniors who normally leave in uh, you know in December or you know early January to go on to college for that early early uh, you know football? Go to school. How should they handle this situation? Go to school. Right. Yeah. Focus. Focus on your future. You know, you got a uh, you know you got big plans, and um, you know it's it's obvious that um, it's been set in place for you to walk. Um, in this path, so follow your path, man. You know, leave all of the stuff behind. Definitely on to the next chapter. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> so, might definitely preserve your body. You know. Yeah. Speaking of where we from, some interesting news going on in Cleveland County. Uh, we got <laughs> Kobe Pack story out of, out of Kings Mountain, who's committed to North Carolina, says he will go to South Carolina if North Carolina doesn't have a season. How, how you guys feel about that? Mm. Now, we mean like South Carolina, North Carolina colleges, right? No, we're talking about high school. No. He's going to transfer high schools. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's, so he's going to play in the state of South Carolina. Yes, sir. Well, you know, that ain't that ain't no different from everybody uh, packing up over there uh, at Chris High School. <laughs> but I feel like that's uh, basically what we just said. You're already committed to a D1 University, uh, why why risk it at this point? Right, 
Right. South Carolina numbers are just as hard, just as high as our numbers. So uh, I don't know if he was, uh, you know, just a teenage mindset like we were. You know, we were 17, 18 years old once upon a time. So maybe he's just talking out of, you know, anger that he's not being able to play. And, what, what, you know. Well, you got to look at it like this, too. His love for the game. We just want to be out on the field. So it's, yeah. What's the, yeah. this is senior year, right? Yeah. Yes. You know, he's been on varsity forever. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, South Carolina is a big mecca for uh, football. So, you know, I get you can go down there and compete. You see where you stand. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. Go down there and compete. See where you stand. Listen. You might find out you might not be as good as you're supposed to be. <laughs> Listen. You if, if it's that, if it's about ring chasing, man, you know, just, just give it up. Because that, that's what it sounds like oh. to me. Whoa, the boy like the yeah, he won a state nah, championship. I don't, think, I don't think he's ring chasing, but, uh, you know, he's not in the top three. School in three A uh, this year. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they're they they have a lot of promise, but um, but you know how I don't goes. think he's ring chasing though. Yeah, yeah. South Carolina, ain't, and South Carolina uh, is not even guaranteed to even have a season. They still have to vote on August tenth. For um, from what I heard. So why make the post then? Yeah. That, 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 like I said, that, that, like I said, like, maybe a, options. Like what's might be a seventeen, eighteen year old thing, you know? Yeah, I hey, hope not. Nope. You know, KD got burn on count, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, this, this pandemic is putting a lot of people to sleep, man. We need to wake up. Yeah, yeah. We need to wake up. But I think it's just uncertainty. You know, people don't, you know, like to be on the fence about things. Either we're going to play or we're not going to play. I right, think that's right, just a, right. Especially with a kid, you can't, you know. You know, yeah. you know we was kids one time. Yeah. Definitely. Speaking of uh, sports being canceled, most of the HBCUs have canceled their season, including the MEAC, the CIAA. But the SWAT does have a plan to play in the spring. Am I right? Am I right, Mike? Yes, they have a uh, plan to, I think, play seven-game conference schedule. Um, I think that's also like January 30th. They can start practice. So they, they do have – they at least have a plan play in place for the senior – you know, the teams in their conference, and they're just not out there in limbo right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so with these schools canceling the season, how do you think they will survive financially? Because you know these schools play a lot of big schools to, for money games. We call them money games. So, how do you think those guys survive without those money games? Uh, I think it's going to be tough. You know, uh, we count on those games. Uh, homecomings count, so that's a big money maker for HBCUs and the community. Uh, you know, Elizabeth City, they don't. Uh, you know, that's a that's a big event. All the hotels sold out, you know, the restaurants, that's, that's a lot of revenue, especially in that area. That's all Elizabeth City has. So like, a lot of HBCUs will suffer. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I just want to note that um, everybody, Michael graduated from Elizabeth City, <laughs> by the way. And uh, I understand that he feels that his college is one of the best black colleges out there. But uh, I, ain't gonna, I ain't never said the best, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get the respect, you know. We don't get the respect. But I am here to tell you, there's something about the Livingstone Blue Bears. Woo woo! Oh man, oh man. So yes, sir. Uh, so Hampton decides to cancel their season, but the Big South says they will go on. Do you think Hampton made the right moves by canceling their season? I feel like. Uh, if 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 it works for them, then, then why not? You know, like I said, um, everybody's plan is not going to work um, work for them. So, like I said, if if it works for them, oh well. But I think they, I think every school needs to at least 
um, look and see what the MIAC has to offer um, before they make that decision to shut it down. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I kind of agree with you, that too. But uh, I think Hampton shouldn't have left. I think they was in the MIAC or the SWAC. I'm not sure which conference they was I, in, I but, but they should have. Yeah, I thought they should have stayed in the MIAC anyway. Um, why, why, you Howard, why you say Dillman that? Why you say that? Howard left. Uh, I don't know. Just a tradition, man. You, you know. Winston yeah. Salem State did it, you know, and uh, you know it was. <laughs> they ran back to uh, CIAA they very did. fast they when did. they found they out uh, playing with the big boys ain't no yeah. joke. Yeah. And, and how but, many uh, state and how many championships has Winston Salem won since being out of the um, division? Uh, I'm not sure, but I think they were pretty dominant when they first came back. Into Maybe, the yeah, that's because they was waiting off them D1 players that they, they yeah had. they did have they a run for yeah. a minute they a shitload of D1 players coming through there so. Of course. I mean, you're talking about uh, NFL prospects yeah. down there. So, um, but it's simmered down. It's simmered down. They've adapted. So, how do you guys feel about some HBCUs still charging the students athletic fees as part of their tuition, even though there's no fall sports? I think it's highway robbery, and they yeah. should know better. They need a, a damn pop on the head. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I, hey, hey, let me tell you what. Uh, we'd be on WBTV if it was my time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, I, you know, it's just, you know, some things you just have to let go. And that's one of those things you just have to let go. I mean, it's no, it's no point. That's no point. You know, that's almost like buying a damn car and you ain't driving a car, but you still got to pay insurance. Yeah. You know, so, right. you know, who who the hell's going to do that? Who's going to do that? Yeah. So, so with this pandemic going on and there might not be a fall season for college or high school, really. Do you think there should be a spring ball for college students? Should, should that be an option for them on the table? I think they at least should rotate. They should rotate the sports out. Um, have baseball, um, soccer, um, track, track and field. Have those sports first and then see where the COVID is at. Come, I ain't going to say spring. I'm going to say in January. Have those guys playing because the NFL – it's not gonna stop. They're not going just for the college for the college world. Uh, they, they basically do not care. <laughs> they are a billion dollar industry, and uh, I don't think they will change their process of uh, what is it? The combine in April. Yeah. The combine in what March? March April area. Then the draft. I don't think they're going to change that for yeah. college. So yeah. I think they should play early January. Yeah, and yeah. I think that'll be a lot on those players too. You know, they are going would to be. the draft. It would be, it would be, yeah. and you know, um, most most of the time, you know, um, people most most of the time people don't do well with change. Yeah. So, um, you know, do expect a lot of uh, uncomfortable faces, you know, going through that process. If that, you know, if that was ever the case. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like, like I said, I feel like it'd be a lot for them, and just like too much on their body. So I feel like you won't get them at their best. And, you know, some a lot of people get hurt at the combine, so. I just think uh, right. just just cancel this. Just cancel it all out. Don't even yeah. Season, you know? so, so. We didn't um, we didn't mention this, but do y'all think the high school guys should play play in the spring? Um, <laughs> we're talking about football, right? Yeah, yeah, football. Yeah, I I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't think so. And like I said, uh, simply because um, the change. You know, we're used to you know watching the state championship around January. In cold weather, so uh, you know, for for most teams anyway, um, 
and and you know to have that change it just it may be rather uncomfortable but it could be fun it could be fun um but you know i guess that's up in the air could be up in the air yeah i think i'm up in the air on that one too because i feel like you should get those kids an opportunity to play so it's kind of yeah. it's kind of different for me between college and high school college i'm like nah but high school i'm like let let the kids play man they deserve right. it yeah i mean and i hate those I was gonna say, and I hate those uh, HBCU guys gonna miss that um, that NFL exposure as well because we have to work twice as hard coming from HBCU to get noticed That's true. most times. So I hate they gonna miss that opportunity playing, uh, you know, D one caliber team this season. Yeah, oh, yeah those definitely. seniors and juniors. Just hope they got enough on film. That's all you can hope for. Just hope they got enough on film. That's all they gonna ask for. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, you're right about man. That. <laughs> so, so, so moving on to the NBA. Them bum-ass bum New York Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do them like that, man. Yeah, I told you about that shit already. <laughs> yeah, they're they working on finalizing the deal with Tom Thibodeau. Do you feel like that would change the franchise around? Um, Tom is a co- He's a tough coach. He is. Uh, he demands a lot of his players. Uh, he did um, – Get Minnesota to the playoffs a couple of years. I don't. I think Jimmy Butler just made it bad for everybody. He, he did. Was, uh, He's a cancer in the locker <laughs> but, uh, but that was Tom's fault as well for trying to make it to Chicago Bulls 2.0. Yeah. But um, I do feel like he can go in there and get those young guys to play. Um, what's the guy's name from Duke? Who's that? Who that? Um, uh, the one who just got drafted, the left-handed kid. Tell hero. Bear. Bear. Oh, uh, yeah, RJ Barrett. Yeah, RJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he'd be real good for him and his game and developing. Uh, he still has a long way to go. Well, they, um, they need to talking move, to you guys. They need to move from point guard first of all. I don't know why they got him playing point guard. Well, it's not a bad idea to put him at point guard. Um, hell, you got them. Uh, what's your boy from Philly uh, bringing up the ball? Who that? Uh, big man. You talking about Jay Os- nah. You talking about Nah, 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 nah. Uh, shit. You talking about, oh, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. I'm talking Ben Simmons and, and hell other oh. big guy that played with him. Uh, NB. Yeah, NB even brought up the ball a few times last year. So, um, the, to to have oh, RJ to, <laughs> to have that's RJ, apples and oranges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but he, but he has though. He has uh, a couple times. Uh, but to have RJ to do it, I, I think you know that's you know that's almost like saying you know uh, Ben Simmons need to work on his three point shot. You know, just. It doesn't hurt to have those guys work on those uh, mechanics. So, and to address this question, I feel like that organization, the organization, will not change until James Dolan is gone. So, oh yeah, we talked right. about that earlier. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. It's I told you, Chris, it's not the players, it's not the damn janitors. It is <laughs> ownership, man. It's ownership. You know, he don't know how to. He doesn't know how to run the system uh, the way it should be ran. Yeah, don't know how to treat people. Yeah, right. man, right. that goes a long way. How how you kick out no. Spike, Spike Lee? Like he's a big icon, right? Square guy. Like how you kick out Spike Lee? And you gonna kick out who, who was he kicked out? Charles, Charles Oakley. Uh, Oakley. Yeah. Charles yeah. Oakley. Yeah, Charles Oakley. Yeah, he bought everybody's ass that night. <laughs> and that's why. And that's another reason why um, a lot of those guys are not picking um, the New York Knicks. Uh, you know, Durant right. and um, Kyrie had opportunities. LeBron. Um, List goes on, man. Yeah, for real, for real. They missed the past couple of years. Players. Yeah, and you know they cleared the the Knicks cleared house basically trying yeah. to get these guys, and nobody even picked them. Now they got. I think they paid. Uh, what's the guy name from Kinston? Uh, dang, what's that kid's name from Kinston? What, what, what college did he go to? 
He went to UNC. He got the spike. He got the 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 dreads. UNC Red, or Red, Red, Reggie Bullet? Yeah, Bullet. They paid him a lot of you know. They overpaid him just to have a full roster. So you know, New York is all in, really? in scrambles. Yeah, and it starts at the top with James Dolan. Yeah, I agree. I agree. they got to run him out of there, man. <laughs> but but hey, um, owner, man. good pickup though. Yeah, good pickup though I, with uh, I, I Tom guess, Thibodeau. I guess if the GM let him get the type of players he want, because you know he hard knows defense. I think he will be a good asset for Julius Randle though. I do think he'll be a good asset. Oh uh, yeah, for I like Randall. I like Randle. I yeah. like Randle. So uh, the NBA did report to the bubble, zero positive tests um, so far. Do you think the bubble would be able to survive? Nah. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I guess are you speaking in the aspect of uh, players being in compliance with the rules and regulations? Uh, I'm just saying, do you think the bubble would be able to survive without nobody catching it? Because they have zero positive tests right now. Do you yeah. think the bubble will be strong or do you think it's going to pop? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, like a mega breakout. Yeah, they have to shut it down. Yeah. Well, you know what? That if if they, like I said, if they um, manage the uh, the regulations and policies, I believe it could survive because I I think they are working um, overtime to make sure that this next these next two months goes uh, goes smooth. So um, it could, but you know. There's always that one. There's always that one. Right. One would do it, man. So, yeah. uh, you know, if some some way he done found his way off the, the the property, and you know, somebody, you know, just 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 not being in compliance with the rules. Um, you know, somebody's always been insubordinate. So, uh, you know, it's a possibility that it could pop. What's your thoughts on that, Mike? Uh, I think the Belbo will survive. Um, especially once um, the season is over. Um, so that will cut the the number of teams inside the bubble to 16. Right, And right, uh, right. once playoffs start, teams start being eliminated, um, I think the bubble will be able to um, survive. I ain't, um, even, I ain't even thinking of that in that aspect. Of me neither. Right, right. Totally if nobody has, yeah, if nobody has the virus, then it had to be something crazy to the source of somebody sneaking somebody on a on a property for the virus to even be, you know, reconstructed with zero cases on the property. So I think but, it can survive. But but do you allow that window for a mistake to happen though? Like do you at least consider I'm, that's a that which, could ever be a possibility? It's always a window because they're only you, you're only gonna practice for so many hours. Right. Uh you, with the yeah inside the bubble they're only gonna be playing they're gonna be playing games early in the day. So you play at three o'clock. What you doing the rest of the day? Right. That's right. I mean, uh, <laughs> and these are grown, these are grown men. We talking about, so. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say what I was gonna say, but hey, the, the boys get lonely at night. <laughs> now, you know what I'm saying? Oh man. <laughs> so you know, hey, it's possible. Yeah. So, so who y'all sleeper teams in the bubble? Who, who y'all who y'all think the people sleeping on this in the bubble? Mm-hmm. Sleeping on in the bubble. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Miami. I'm going with Miami. I think they're a big sleeper in the bubble. People really not paying them that much attention, but they got a lot of defense, and I think they got a lot. Of, they got a solid team and a solid young team. So Miami, I'm rocking with Miami as my sleeper. Yeah, I'm uh I'm gonna go with uh Toronto. Nobody's talking about them. They're all the defending champs, and uh, I feel like nobody's giving them the respect as defending as defending champions. So I'm gonna go with uh 
the Toronto Raptors is my sleeper team. Well, um, unfortunately, um, I just got my cable turned back on, so I don't know <laughs> the, the possibilities of who could be, you know, potential. So I'm, I'm going to hold my vote uh, at least until I, I'm ten days in uh, with Spectrum. So you guys, um, I'll catch you back on a rebound uh, later in the podcast or something. <laughs> so, let, so, so let me ask you this: Who y'all got win, winning MVP this year? Oh, oh, okay, all right, MVP. Yeah, mm-hmm. sir. MVP. Mm. As much as I don't want to say it, and I'm like looking at him on my computer and TV right now, um, LeBron James, man, uh, LeBron James. I would love to see somebody else win it. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe Giannis. Who, who else maybe would you Giannis. put? Who else? So you saying back to back, back to back MVP? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, man. It's I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, he is LeBron James. Man. I'm gonna say um, LeBron James is based off um, what he's done this year. Um, leading the league, uh, the Lakers are the number one seed. Uh, even though he's not doing it by himself, he does have a lot of help uh, with Anthony Davis being on the squad. Um, but as he tweeted, you know, he heard how he would never do this in the West because the West is too strong. He was in the weak East. Yeah, and um, I'm not gonna say Giannis is the. My second runner-up, I'm gonna go with James Harden just based off uh, the points he's putting up. Man, Harden needed to win a playoff game, man. I'm done with Harden, bro. Well, I, I, <laughs> uh, I'm no Harden fan. I'm no Harden fan by any means. Uh, you know, like we was watching the game last night. He was six for fifteen with twenty six points. You know, so but nobody looks at his um, you know, percentage look at that right. um, percentage. Nobody look at all. Shit. They see they see that beard and they see that man points. That's, <laughs> That's all. Yeah. That's all they care about. That's all, man. It's a, now, I don't know in the past, um, and maybe you guys can correct me, but you can win the MVP without winning a, a title. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. It's regular season. Okay, great. Based yeah. off your regular season. Yeah. Got you, got you. Yeah. So, Just need a clarity. So who y'all got going to the finals? Mm, I'm going to go with um, – and this, I'm just going on a limb. Um, definitely the Lakers is going to be in there. Um, and I'm going to choose the the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I'm um, right with that matchup. The Boston Celtics, and uh, here's why: uh, the Boston Celtics are ha- have a ha- they're on a mission right now. They're on a mission, and uh, for some players, it, it's unfinished business. So I definitely see them um, dominating the East. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I Meeting them like a boss. I, I I totally agree. Go old and, school with it. I think I think right. it's a good. It'd be good to see. And speaking of old school, you might see them old heads out there. Magic, mm, Larry, yeah. all them boys yeah, that, out there. You that, know what that, I'm that would be good. To you see. talk about nah. revenue. Which nah, they ain't gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, not in the bubble. Not in the bubble. Not in the bubble. Okay, okay. You're right. And uh, but my uh, I got the uh, the the Clippers. Even though they got a lot of uncertain uncertainties with uh, a lot of players leaving the bubble, but I got the Clippers. And I got um, Kawhi Leonard facing his old team, the Toronto Raptors. Mm. That's tough, Mike. Mm. Yeah, that's real tough. You heard it. So let me ask you this. You heard it. Let me let me let me ask you this: Who you got winning? <laughs> Who you got winning at? Uh, I got the Clippers winning it just based off the uh, the deeper bench. Okay, okay. The Clippers in six. Clippers in six. You heard it first here on the lounge. Oh man, <laughs> I, I'm with it. I'm with it, though. I'm with it. 
<laughs> so bold my, prediction. Yeah, that is a bold prediction. Very bold prediction. So, Mike, you know, we've been watching a couple of scrimmage games, and, you know, they they trying. They're doing a little trial and error with the crowd noise. How, how you feel about the, the pumping of the crowd noise? Um, I think it's cool, but uh, I think they did an excellent job for us. Um, you know, the, the screens around the court and uh, the blocking off of the stands, you really yeah. – you really can't even tell, you know, there's no fans in the in the um, arena. So, uh, you know, hats off to the NBA. And but, but let's, of course, putting the of course putting the Black Lives Matter on the court as well. You know, but but let's but let's be real transparent here. There isn't anybody in there other than them. And you know, for some people, um, from a psychological standpoint, that could you know that could mess them up a little bit. You know, especially for when the you. Players? Maybe, maybe you know, you know, you know. Nah, some nah. guys are used to playing. true baller. Yeah, you just going to ball. Yeah, we got, <laughs> we got playing experience. You got coaching experience. You AAU. It might be ten people in there, and that's yeah. just the parents. Right. So they're used to the lifestyle because most of them are just you know born ballers, and they're used to it. So it's basically well, AAU all over again. Yeah, it's, it's basically AAU over again. That's how that's how I would look if I was in the bubble. Right. So. The WNBA kicked off this past weekend, and uh, Sabrina, the number one pick for the New York Liberty, she put up a twelve point six rebounds, four assists, but they they lost uh, eighty seven to seventy one, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, do y'all think she will be the face of the NBA? I mean, the WNBA. Excuse me, excuse me, ladies. The WNBA. Tawana man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, I do, she she does have a lot of potential. Uh, you know, this is her first game. Um, it's, it's, she probably she probably saw us different playing against you know equal, if not better competition. competition. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, she was a a mentee to Kobe Bryant. You know, rest in peace. Uh, yes, so I think she will. Uh, you know, get together and uh, the Liberty will have an outstanding season this year. You, you well, know, like I, I'll go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm kind of excited about her going to the uh, the Liberty because it's like um, you know back in the day when Cheryl Swoops and all those was playing like the New York Liberty were kind of a face of the WNBA and I, I kind of feel like with her being there yeah. that, that will resurge again. I, so I think that's kind of dope. I definitely will be tuned in to see what she does to, with the uh, Liberty though. I feel like she's going to have a bright future in the WNBA, and um, you know she definitely has um, more than enough reasons to want to do well. Um, you know, a lot of people playing uh, better basketball than ever, um, you know, honoring Kobe Bryant. And, um, and I think it's going to be good for, uh, for motivation for her. So kudos to her. And like you said, Chris, I'm definitely going to try to tune in this season, especially with the relationship I've just uh, developed with Spectrum again. So uh, <laughs> definitely going to watch that. So make sure you guys this. Um... If it was you or if it was you or your your wife and they was in the you know WNBA NBA and you were the NBA, um, let me see I can put this. If you was in the NBA, would it be a problem with you going to the bubble? And if it was your wife and you were the stay at home parent, would would you let your wife go to the bubble and, and play? Um, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know straight up. Um, it's going to depend on the money, and if the money's right, and I'm like the sole provider, and she is too, I'm calling the kids' grandma. Uh, <laughs> grandma gonna to have to move in and take over. So uh, no, no, I'm saying not both of y'all been providers. Say she is, say you're not in the NBA and she's in the WNBA, or you're you, allowing her to go. Oh yeah, you're she's staying got, at home. She's gotta go. She's gotta go. Say right, the gotta bills go. gotta get okay, paid, yeah. right? She, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. gotta go, man. Okay. 
it. So it's not a problem with you staying with the kids. Hell uh, yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, she, <laughs> but she got to go. Don't uh, let, let me deal with the kids. You know, if I'm at the house, let me deal with it. But baby, go on dribble that basketball. Yeah, I'm with Don't do that. I, I mean, and, and plus, I wouldn't take away what she loved to do. Right, of so, course. I, I let her go play. Go do what you do, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think uh, on the NBA side of it, I'd be on the first plane to um, where they at uh, Orlando. Yeah, and uh, if it was my wife, uh, I support a hundred percent going to the bubble because it's not only for her, but it's, you know for the world. Because uh, we totally need that, agree. We need that entertainment right now. Yes. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah, I'm with it, man. I'm out. I'm out. First plane smoking. So, so moving on to our favorite subject, the NFL. You know. Here we go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Here we yeah, go. The to NFL. Get into the you know, I, I'm a Baltimore, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. You know what I'm saying? Been down with the squad. Uh, Bullshit ass yeah. first. <laughs> I don't hate. Yeah, big no. trust. Yeah, woo, woo, buddy. Let's go. So uh, let the people know who y'all rocking with, man. Huh. Go ahead, Mike. Man, y'all can't. <laughs> y'all can't see it, but uh, in my background right now, I have my. Um, down in Duval County, I got my boys, Jacksonville Jaguars in the background. Be glad y'all can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Rocking with them for a minute now since them Fred Taylor days, man. Yeah, shout out to Fred, man. Big shout out to Fred. Who, um, who you rocking with, Hatch? Who you rocking with? Listen, I, listen I'm going to tell you right now before y'all get talking <laughs> shit about my team. We got some work, but I'm rocking with them Carolina Panthers, man. I, I, I got high hopes. I always had high hopes. Since the day I could read Carolina Panthers, so um, definitely got high expectations and low expectations in the same sense. I know it sounds like a contradiction, but you will soon hear why. But Carolina Panthers, yeah, sorry asses, but we got some breaking Don't news. Do that. Don't do that. <laughs> we got some breaking news today. The Seahawks <laughs> trading for Jamal Adams. They uh, what's the Seahawks give up? Bradley McDougal, first round pick in the twenty twenty one draft and the twenty two. And a twenty two two draft and a third round pick in the twenty twenty one draft. Mm, so that's steep. Yeah, that is. That is steep. It is. So who y'all feel that's like? That's a won? big gamble, actually. Yeah, who y'all who y'all feel like won that trade? The Jets. Uh, yeah, I'm about to say I'm probably gonna be surprised. I'm gonna say the Jets won it. Yeah, I, I would too, just because the the money. The money that yeah, Adams wants. So and the Jack the Jets got those picks, so you know. The more picks you Not get in the draft, the, the better you can build your team. But listen, please don't be mistaken. Pete Carroll going to get that work out of him. Oh, yeah, of course. He's going to get that he, he, work he, he out of him. He fit the team. He fit the team. So. I, uh, I, I haven't seen uh, any safety that has you know let him down. Uh, uh, you know, go ahead. I was going to ask you, we saw these guys play in person. Did Jamal Adams stick out to you? Do you remember a play he made? <laughs> no, nah, I did not. not. No, I did not. <laughs> nah, no, I did, did not. So, we went to that game really guy and Duval. So was he? So is he really worth the money and the picks they just gave up? Uh, maybe, 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 maybe he's I, done uh, something. He's done something. And, and you put him I'm in on the at, fence. And you put him in that atmosphere. I think he, his whole demeanor gonna change. You're gonna see a whole new player. I mean, he, he's already a downhill type guy. So I feel like what I want to see from him is the coverage. Like, let me see. Yeah. Let me see you ball hawking. I, I know you can hit, but let me see but you I, ball hawking. You know, that's my that's my thing though. You want that type of money? You got to be all around. Yeah. You can't be one dimensional. I, I, agree. I agree. I agree. But but okay. But but I, I'm gonna also saying his defense and any other player's defense in the NFL or NBA. Sometimes when you pack your bags and go to a new home, 
Sometimes you play different. You yes, sir. Different. Get you a boost of different. confidence. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, prime example, you know, the P- P- Carolina Panthers got a, you know, got a bat. You know, anybody that leaves the Panthers and go to the Patriots, somehow they always fucking win a uh, Super Bowl or something. You know what I'm saying? So, I do believe in, you know, sometimes uh, when you change scenery, change locations, it, it's, it, it does something to you. It gives you new life. And maybe that's why, uh, you know, they were adamant about those picks. Um, that they traded for. So, 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 Scott, this for you. This for you, Scott. What's up? Basically, your boys done not changed, but uh, you got Earl Thomas now with your boys, the Ravens. Mm-hmm. So, uh, would you take Earl Thomas or um, Jamal Adams? Jamal Adams. Uh, I'm taking. I'm taking Earl Thomas. Just, just, just because he's more of a leader on the backside. So I'm taking Earl Thomas. I, even though Earl's old, I still. Like the the veteran leadership that he brings to the table, so and I'll co-sign with that too. I mean, Earl Earl Thomas, he's a he's a damn dog out there. Yeah, he is. He really is, and uh, and and a great guy off the off the field as well. Um, so yeah, I'm rocking with him too. So so with this trade being made, do y'all got the Seahawks as being Super Bowl favorites? No, sir. Yeah, me. No, sir. Yeah, on a pink Carroll's good. Pete Carroll's good, but that's 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 really face to facts. Ever since Marshawn Lynch left and you know a couple other players left, it hadn't been the same. You know, it hadn't been, been the same. The, they've been in the playoffs consistently because of like Russell. You got, okay, Russell's still there though. So you got you got another uh, second year in DJ uh, Metcalf. Uh, what's the other guy named on the other side? Eighty nine. Uh, yeah, the Lockett. receiver. Yeah, like yeah, just got your boy from Carolina, Olsen. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh, you see what, you see what I mean? Olsen. See what I mean? You still got you still got Wagner. Yeah. Now you got somebody like Adams uh, in the secondary. Oh. Yeah. So let me hey, ask you. I don't let, know. Let, me, let me ask you this, Mike. So, so you know, Clowney's still floating out there. You think this uh, kind of you know make him change his mind and uh, kind of lower that that what he's asking for to sign with the Seahawks? I, you know, I don't think he. I don't think he went some more. He's gonna go to them. He's gonna go to another another team and, and get some more money. He's the only player I know that's ever got that's been hurt and collect bags like how he's collected. Well, he ain't collecting think, right now. He's sitting at the crib waiting. <laughs> I think he'll well, take too big of a um, pay cut because you can't pay him. Can't and pay Adam, everybody. Right? Yeah. yeah, you can't pay him and Adams. He's wanting like seventeen something, and Adams want a whole new contract. So yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the question you giving up for you know two first round picks. They probably asked Adams, okay, are you gonna resign with us or? You know, is money going to be an issue, or what do you want? It had to be some of those, some of those type talks for that deal to go through. Of course, so, um, I don't think Clowney will uh, rejoin that team, but I do think it's a dangerous team in the NFC. So let me ask you this: with that with that trade <laughs> being made as well, uh, <laughs> the N- the NFC West is already stacked. So who y'all think will come out of the N- NFC West? The Seahawks, Cardinals, Forty Nineers, or the Rams? Forty Niners. Ooh, 49ers. Okay. Before 49ers. I get my answer, what's your reason behind that? Before I get my answer, what's your you, based you off know, what? They lost the Super Bowl with a shit face last year, man. And I don't, I <laughs> think, uh, what is that? Guapolo? 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 Yeah. He's got, you know, he's had a time, he's had time to think about, you know, the bad performance he played in the Super Bowl. And I feel like he's going to be out with the benches um, this, this season. Um, they got everybody coming back. I don't. I didn't hear anything about anybody being traded or you know contract situations. So 
yeah, I you know, and I don't even like the 49ers, but I do see great things in them um, for this upcoming season, especially if everybody stays healthy. But um, based on the numbers, though, um, most teams that lose the Super Bowl don't don't think make the playoffs in the following year. Uh, yeah, you know, your hangover. Yeah, your boy's still recovering from what fifteen. You're correct about that, though. You know, you're correct. But like I said, after that happened, after that spill with the Panthers happened, people started, you know, the team started being dismantled. You know, we yeah, started true, losing, true. Play, losing players and, you know, people was being traded and going different places. We didn't resign certain players. So, you know, that hurt the team as well. I, like I said, I haven't heard anything with the 49ers uh, dismantling. Uh, he left? No, he's not happy. He wants out. He wants to be traded. Oh, see, well, see, that's, that, that's the beginning. This and, he, <laughs> and, and, he, and he was all right running back, you know. For yeah, that guy. So, he was. Um, and you, you can't replace somebody like that, man. Not as young as he is. You can't replace him. Well, you know, the NFL feel like running backs are replaceable at any means. Right. So, you know, I think they'll, they'll find somebody to fit their system. Yeah. But, uh, I'm going to pick the um, Seattle um, Seahawks. Uh, I'm not sold on Kyler Murray like the world is. Mm. Uh, I still think. Uh, <laughs> and plus that defense. Uh, Simmons, I don't, you know, I think he'd be a big addition. But other than him and uh, Peterson on the outside, I don't know what they really have to bring. Um, golf, we're going to see. Has he grown up? Gurley's Waste gone. Waste the money. Yeah. <laughs> Gurley gone. The re- what's the receiver? Uh Cook, he's gone. Cook? Yeah, Cook. Yeah. So we're gonna Dalvin, see what they. What's, what's his name? Dalvin Cook. Brandon. Cook. No, Brandon, yeah, Brandon Cook. Cook. Brandon Cook. Cook. Yeah. Is he? The, uh, is he with the Patriots? Texans. Or the, the Texans? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know he's been bounced around a lot. Yeah. I, and, I, I don't um, understand why. I don't really understand. Yeah, because he, he's a solid receiver. He really is. Yeah. He's crazy. Yeah. So I'm he's not like really. He's a redhead stepchild. Nobody can control. Mm-hmm. Uh, he. He says uh, if he wasn't good, he wouldn't be he he wouldn't be being traded as much as he is. So he must be. I, I, I mean, he kind of got a point too. I, I do because <laughs> people want him. So. I, I right. agree, but you you still kind of sound foolish saying that, don't yeah. you? Too like right, you know. right. But uh, yeah, I got Seattle. Got who who you got? I'm rocking with Seattle too, but I am gonna keep my eye on them Cardinals. I don't know why. I'm just interested to see them. I, I I don't know about winning the division, but I'm interested to see what they do this year with, with Hopkins over there. Then you got old man Fitzgerald. Yeah, you know, I'm interested to see what, what they gonna don't do. don't have don't have too much of high uh, hopes for Larry Fitzgerald. Um, he's coaching. <laughs> he's coaching and playing. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He don't even suit up in practice no more. You know, he's working with the receivers coach, so I don't, you know, I don't see much out of him. You know, maybe, they, maybe a hundred yards a game. They have promise, but I don't. Not this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're gonna be one of the best teams. They're gonna be a team to watch. I ain't gonna say one of the best teams. They're gonna be a team to watch. Um. So on IG last week, um, I brought up the. A, a picture with the a caption, uh, who had a better season, Teddy or Cam? Here we go. Yes, there. You know, back me, to this shit. You, you know, I said I'm rocking with Cam. Uh, Johnny, who who you rocking with? Uh, well, let me first start by saying, um, I, um, you know, I'm glad, I'm happy for Cam Newton and his future for for his future endeavors, and I wish nothing but the best for him. But uh, because I'm just the homebody for the Panthers, I'm rocking with Teddy. Um, I just feel like he has <clears throat> he has a lot he could offer, 
but you know, knowing my team, you know, we just we just gonna you know fuck everything up. So I don't I don't know, man. I just <laughs> I, I'm I'm skeptical. I'm real skeptical about that, man. So, um, but yeah, definitely Carolina Panthers and Teddy Bridgewater. Um, now we can get in more in depth when I hear your guys' uh, rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna select. Uh, I'm gonna select uh, Cam Newton just based off. Um, he's healthy. He's motivated. Uh, he has a motivated coach behind him. Um, Teddy Bridgewater does not have the same defense to lean on as he had last year. Um, I think they're top five ranked defense this year, um, according to the you know last year's uh, stats or whatever. So uh, just based off that alone, I'm going with um, Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, Cam Cam got something to prove. He got something to prove to them to the, all these Charlotte fans who wanted them gone. So, you know, I think Cam he gonna put on. He gonna put on, and they and they no. gonna be mad. They gonna be mad that they let um, him go. I got a question for the for the Panthers fan. Um, <laughs> am I am I like to <laughs> <laughs> let's hear it, Mike. <laughs> I think Chris said that uh, the Panthers are ranked five in weapons, yeah. top, top yeah. five in for his weapons. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like Teddy Bridgewater has the arm, the accuracy, and the awareness to get the ball to those weapons on the Carolina Panthers' offense? My honest opinion, I don't think – well, I'm going to speak on the behalf of the Panther Nation. <laughs> and, and maybe I can hear their responses later on in the comments. My honest opinion, I don't think the awareness is, is not as sharp as it should be, but there are uh, definitely room for improvement. Um, and and, simply, and only because um, he's with a new team and he has to learn everybody's, uh, you know, movement. So um, it's definitely not going to happen in the season, you know. And then with this COVID thing, it's definitely delaying um, these guys to, you know, getting acclimated with one another. So, um, no, not this year. Maybe next year, but – Definitely not this year. I'm I'm actually expecting to them uh, for them to um not play poorly, but go through some trial and error. What t- what what Teddy got a five year deal, three year three three year three, three year, year I believe. So in those three years, y'all need to work on getting him an offensive line. It's either three or three or two somewhere around like that. It's, it's, y'all work on. Hey, getting, work on it's a long contract in Cam Newton right now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the NFL. Players did report to uh, well, the rookies reported to training camp this week. Um, do y'all feel like with with this pandemic going on that uh, the vets will be able to join them? And uh, do you think they the see the NFL season will survive with this pandemic going on? Hmm. Um, I think it's gonna be tough for us um, because it's hard to put that many players in a bubble and coaching staff. So uh, I think it's just yeah. going to be hard all around to uh, manage that. Um, I just hope – I know they said it was cutting down the roster to 80 players, so I hope yeah, those, yeah. That, that's those guys uh, – Yeah, I hope those guys are on standby because uh, hopefully there is like, you know, hey, he gets sick, sick, you know, I'm going to bring this guy in. So hopefully, uh, you know, like you said earlier, those guys have enough film as well um, and get those opportunities because a lot of guys going to miss out. And uh, I think it's no zero zero preseason game. Yeah, as well as gonna hurt a lot of those guys. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. No preseason, then you're cutting down the roster, the training camp roster to eighty people. It's kind of it's gonna hurt those people that are trying to make the team because it's like you can't prove yourself because you might not make the cut right. to go to training camp, and then <laughs> there's no preseason. It's like ah, 
what am I going to do? So it's like uh, it's kind of a tough yeah, situation especially... to be in. Hey, they, they better look at film. That's all I can say. Look at look at the college film. True, true. <laughs> especially those uh, un un um you know undrafted free agents. You know that's really really tough. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. unfortunate at its best. Yes, sir. So y- y'all feel like is there anything else we need to address before we uh wrap this up? Uh, for closing remarks, um, like I said, I'd like to thank everybody for joining the podcast, um, listening in. Uh, we got a lot coming, a lot coming to you. Um, you know, just just thank you for the support oh, yeah, so far. Definitely. We appreciate the support. Same here, you know. Guys, tune in. Um, we've, we've got high expectations for y'all. I know y'all are going to have high expectations for us. And we will deliver the business. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. And uh, make sure you tune in and um, subscribe. We actually yeah. got a YouTube channel. So subscribe and uh, share, 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 share. Oh, yeah. Definitely appreciate Like the guy said, you know, that's a wrap from us. But stay tuned to next week because we will have a special guest on, a guest on the show. So next week, definitely tune in. You don't want to miss it. Like we said, we appreciate the love and support. And we out. Peace out. Peace out, people. All right, y'all.